Hello, everybody. My name is Eric, and you are listening to our brand new podcast, State of the Save, which I'm very excited about starting. I've been looking forward to doing something like this with my buddies here for a while. Um, what State of the Save really is, is it's kind of like a book club for video games. It's kind of straightforward. We're going to play some video games. We're going to talk about them in sections, kind of do some in-depth conversation about the uh, the kind of moment-to-moment playthrough and just really, really kind of dig in. It's an excuse to hang out with my buddies. This is all my elaborate plan and scheme. Um, so let's go ahead and meet everybody. Uh, starting off to my left. I'm going to throw everybody off because to my left, Mr. Nick. Nick, say hi to the people. Hey, everybody. Really? That was that was it? That's it. Just just going to say hi. You said say hi to the people. You're right. Wow. High quality content, everybody. To my other left is Michael. Michael, do better than Nick. Hi, I'm Michael Cutts. I've been playing video games for most of my life, which I'm sure a lot of us who are listening to this podcast have. My biggest regret in life is selling a Super Nintendo for $20 to my daycare. This is also an AA meeting apparently now. We're explaining our biggest regrets. My biggest regrets start at uh, 5. Nick, please stop me before we all get suspended. My biggest regret is not having a really nice long interlude like that. You should be ashamed. It's okay. <laughs> we'll get through this together. Yes, we will. Um, things are starting swimmingly, everybody. Everybody's super much, uh, super excited. Um, let's kind of talk about what this idea of this podcast is. Um, the idea is we're going to be playing video games and we're going to be playing them together. It's like I said, it's basically a book club. Um, we're going to be picking games. We're not going to be picking the next brand new hot releases. You know, when Cyberpunk comes out, we're not going to be playing Cyberpunk right when it comes out or when, uh, you know, uh, Doom Eternal, which, you know, we just had come out. You know, we're not playing through those kind of games necessarily. We're really just using this as an excuse to play the video games we miss, the video games that we're interested in, the things that we'd be playing anyway, and uh, getting to kind of talk through them as we play them and kind of really having a nice in-depth conversation, something that kind of digs beyond the normal review. You know, most reviews take the entire game into consideration and do a big overview of it we want to kind of dig in and really break down the moment the moment and the things that we enjoy things we don't enjoy the the kind of experience of playing through these games um and it's like i said we're just an excuse to play through the backlog that's where all this is this is an excuse to play all these games that we keep saying we're going to play my um, backlog of my xbox consists of like 50 games so this is going to be going on a very long time yes see Look at that. Content for years, everybody. Content for years. Um, we've actually already picked our first game that we're going to be playing. Uh, somebody give me a drum roll. Drum roll, please. Please. That's a bad drum roll. I know you're just trying to dodge the editing. Um, first game we're going to be playing is Alan Wake. If you read the title of this podcast, you should already know that. I was really hoping for a dramatic reveal. Um, <laughs> Alan Wake is uh, a game that I played probably when it first came out but i ain't gonna lie i don't remember anything about it um nick you've played a little bit yeah uh fairly recently i got into maybe the first few chapters um just due to 
other circumstances, being a little busy, I kind of fell off of it for a little bit, but I am excited to revisit that. And Michael, did you ever you ever play my Alan Wake at all? I played Alan Wake. I got my Xbox in around 2011, and Alan Wake was one of the first games I rented for it. I remember when that game came out, just going into GameStop. For some reason, Xbox put a lot of money behind that, and it had like a cardboard display of just uh, the game itself. So that caught my attention. The game seemed really cool. So it was one of the first games on the Xbox I remember renting. Basically did the equivalent of binge-watching a miniseries, played through that game all weekends. I loved it, and now nine years later, I don't remember a single thing about that game. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I remember playing through it. I don't remember anything about I mean, I remember the general tone of the game. It's, you know, it's a very Stephen King-like experience. That um, game made the flashlight really cool? Yeah, there's a cool flashlight in that game. You know, something to look forward to for all of us. You Everybody reload knows. the flashlight like a gun? You 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 guys don't reload flashlights like guns? I always do it like the doom sound, like a doom. It's a very, very fun thing. My wife finds it hilarious. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been so long since I've played it, I don't remember anything about it. You know, we wanted to kind of revisit it um it's a great first game for this podcast because it's you know it's divided up into very clear chapter breaks um also it is the 10th year anniversary of alan wake i believe the day after we decided that alan wake would be our game remedy tweeted this is the 10th anniversary of alan wake it's now on game pass so not only is it more available it's also the 10th anniversary of the game the, yeah that's kind of walked out really good it for really us did. i mean it it's almost like uh yeah, it just kind of fell in right into play. And also the cool thing is it was added to Xbox Game Pass right afterwards. So it's easy to find. It's easy to uh, get your hands on. So, yeah, we also wanted to take that in consideration because we want a bunch of people playing along with us. We want as many people who want to join with us to join. Um, so we wanted to gain this kind of available. Nick, I think it's on Steam. Yeah, so it is uh, <clears throat> on Steam. It's on Xbox. It's on Game Pass for PC and Xbox. Uh, it's on the Epic Game Store um, and the Lawless Hellhole that is the Microsoft Store on PC. <laughs> you know, yeah, this is why I don't get into PC gaming because I don't want to fight over stores. But, uh, yeah, so it's easily available. It's fairly cheap. I mean, it's, it is backwards compatible on Xbox One. Um, so I think it'll be a really fun game for us to all play together. Uh, just kind of going around the room real quick so everybody kind of gets a vibe for what our video game playing habits are. Um, Nick, what have you been playing? Uh, primarily sticking with Apex, uh, Timeless Classic. <laughs> Timeless Classic. That, that, that one-year-old one game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but on top of that, I am slowly crawling through uh, Link's Awakening on the Switch. Oh, man. Doing the throwback, yeah. Yeah. Um, question on Apex: Have you played the new character Loba? I've not a ch had a chance yet to play as her. I'm trying to grind through some credits to uh, purchase her. She um, she's been kind of what got me back into that game. That's a character that plays very differently than a lot of the other characters, and um, I've been kind of really. It's the first time I've been taking that game seriously in a while because of her, because of the ability to kind of disengage run away, be a coward, things I'm very good at in video games, um, and then re-engage people. You can try to pick off a guy, run away, he'll back up, 
pop back up, pick off another guy, and uh, go back from the get go. So I'm, uh, it got me back into Apex, all you know, and uh, it's a it's a cool character. It's a it's the first character in a while that I've actually enjoyed. I did not enjoy the past couple of characters. Yeah, no doubt. They're uh, the more characters that they add, it almost gives it kind of like a like a character hero shooter type feel, where you're kind of like filling in utility spots wherever you're it more fits your play style it makes it more of like an like an overwatch kind of thing where you actually care about the characters you're picking because exactly. when that game came out i don't remember caring at all about the what characters i picked or you know anything like that you know it was find a gun shoot the people with the gun that's the only thing that matters yeah but um kind of like a rule of cool type deal yeah who looked cool who made me feel cool when i ran around now i think you know with characters kind of actually fulfilling roles it actually matters a little bit more and just not worth mentioning because it's a horrible video game that no one should ever play but i play way too much of it wwe 2k 20 <laughs> Um, it is the bane of my existence. It is a terrible video game. No one should ever put money down on it, but I play it on a nightly basis. And we have talked to Eric about this, and we're looking for psychiatric help for him as soon as possible. Um, Michael, Mr. Smart Butt over there. Yes. How about you tell me what you've been playing? I have been trying to make my Animal Crossing Island four stars, which is a lot harder than you could possibly imagine, at least to me. I've thought I laid down enough paths. I built a movie theater on my island and everything, but that doesn't seem to help. I'm sitting at three stars. At least I got KK Slider. That's the important stuff right there. But other than that, I've just been working my way slowly through Yakuza 0 and Doom Eternal and occasionally popping my head in the Super Nintendo classic offerings on Switch, including the Japanese version of uh, Tetris Attack, which is a lot of fun, and uh, Rygar, and one other game that I'm blanking on right now. <laughs> I feel like my cool gamer points are like significantly lower than you guys, because you guys are like, oh, I'm playing through Link's Awakening, and I'm playing <laughs> Tetris Attack, and I'm over here being like, I'm suplexing people in WWE! <laughs> you know, I just, I feel like my, my cool gamer points are really, really low right now. I need to run out and go buy like a crazy japanese only exclusive game get a switch uh really join us eric the answer <laughs> just buy a switch just spend the money buy a switch i i, I will get a switch eventually come to my to... island i have oranges peaches and apples i, I give no cares about your island i care not for your <laughs> island sir um let's get back to talking about this uh this here alan wake yes. game um what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing basically a, uh, a podcast every two weeks. Um, we're shooting for a Wednesday release date. That's not set in stone. That's kind of something we would like to do, but Wednesday is kind of the goal. Um, and we're going to be playing through for our first session the first three chapters of the game. That is um, about that's half the game. It's half the game's length. It should be completely doable. Like I said, we're going to be about two weeks is what we're going to be shooting for, a bi-weekly release schedule. That gives everybody time to play through the game. It gives us time to get our thoughts into uh, into order and um, be able to really dig into the game and really enjoy the conversation that we're going to be having about it. Also, you know, life is busy. It's hard to find time sometimes, so we want to make sure that we complete everything and no one shows up being like, I played the first five minutes. Um, 
it should be really fun. I'm looking forward to this a lot. Like I said, a lot of this is an excuse to hang out with my buddies here and us all have a good old time. Yeah. But uh, it's also, I think, a good good chance for everybody else to kind of hop in there and you know talk about the game among yourselves and revisit some games that um, you know that people might not not play, people have missed, people have not played in a long time. Uh, it's so easy in this day and age of releases where you know like apex where you can play it for a year and a half straight and constantly be playing that one game to not have a chance to really you know expand your horizons in video games and obviously i need to do that so i can stop playing that wwe game uh yeah i mean how you guys feel you guys excited pretty excited definitely looking forward to it i am very excited to play alan wake again like i did some research like looking up uh a bit about Alan Wake's development before uh, going into it again. And one thing that I found really interesting, uh, Sam Lake, the uh, creative director on an Ars Technica interview, talked about how the original concept of the game was going to be this huge open world thing. And they, the chapter element didn't come about until the open world got too difficult whenever Microsoft came on as a publisher. So what they did was they took the open world and turned it into six linear stages. So. Some something that I remember a lot about that game is those those chapter breaks because at the time and I'm sure somebody's gonna, you know, be able to pop out, you know, where this game did it, this game did it, this game did it, but I don't remember seeing like a this you know, a very definitive chapter break that's not like a level. You know, yeah. you, you know, you know, we've had levels in video games for forever, but this was, you know, like a, this is an end of this episode. It was like a Netflix style, you know, end of episode cliffhanger. Come back next time, play this game, you know, and we'll give you even. I, I believe there's even like as seen on Alan Wake, like chapter updates in that game. I want to say that's right. That game molded itself into the one thing i do remember about this game is that it molded itself into that stephen king miniseries twin peak style aesthetic also like, i know that there is live action um four video episodes of a twin peaks like show in this game that's the only thing i really remember <laughs> and i remember being i was very young i was fairly young when i played this game and i remember being extremely confused by them just the concept of why would i sit here and watch this weird twilight zone episode in the middle of this crisis that alan wake is dealing with definitely gonna look out for that this time yeah i don't know how long those are i think they're pretty i think they're pretty lengthy so you know sit on back grab yourself popcorn and enjoy the weird not twilight zone but um you know what's some other stuff that remedy's been doing uh i know that they recently released control i don't really remember what else they've put out they released quantum break like a year into the xbox one's lifestyle oh yeah that game does exist don't it um i don't care about that game michael <laughs> should i <laughs> did you play it or the... do you just not care to something about that game just makes me not care about it like i just i look at it i see it's on game pass um no matter how bored i am i just do not care about that game oh i want to visit it at some point just there's like a hundred games i would rather play before i go into quantum break i definitely intend to check out a little bit about it it just seems like from what i've heard not experienced it's just it takes parts of what makes this game interesting um which is like the chapters and the tv show aesthetic and like 
really hits you over the head with like, no, this is a TV show inside of a TV show inside of a game. Yeah, it's almost the idea of like that's the part that they took from Alan Wake, and they're like that's the part that people care about. Like I think they did care about the gameplay; they cared about that game, and instead they're like, let's really make this into that TV show aesthetic. And also that guy who plays the main character plays a Hobbit in Lord of the Rings. I can't, I can't take. <laughs> Isn't that he man. also Iceman? Yeah, but we don't talk about those movies. <laughs> like, yeah, someone's yeah, got to remember them. You you so go that ahead. We don't make that. the same mistakes again. <laughs> so we never never again will we make Iceman such a lame guy. Uh, he was good in Lord of the Rings. I mean, I like that. I like him in that particular scenario. Never again in anything else. Um, That's harsh. I don't even remember that man's name. I feel I feel bad for that. Somewhere out there, I hope this comes across his desk and he's just like, man, people still talking junk about me being a Hobbit. Um. Anything else, like little fun facts about Remedy while we're going down that rabbit hole? Uh, the only games they made before uh, Alan Wake were Death Rally on MS-DOS. It became freeware in 2009. It's essentially a top-down uh, racing combat game. Kind of like uh, Twisted Metal before there was Twisted Metal? Not really a Twisted Metal. More like uh, if you ever play Combat Cars for the Sega Genesis, something along uh, those lines. Uh, something like uh, Badlands for the arcade. This is the thing you'll learn about Michael. Michael has like a psychopedic knowledge. I wouldn't go of that video far. games, because <laughs> I'm sitting there like, yes, Badlands, you know, Badlands, played that all the time. Street right. Fighter Two and Badlands. Okay, look, homework. Uh, go and just look up Badlands and go. Oh, okay, I get you. Michael, you know how long it took just to get this recording software to work for me. <laughs> do you honestly believe I'm going to do homework, Michael? It's <laughs> not going to happen. And everybody knows uh, Max Payne and Max Payne 2, the fall of Max Payne, were released uh, after that. They were seminal games on the PlayStation 2 and Xbox. And uh, the main inspiration for those games apparently came because uh, the developers uh, played Tomb Raider and loaded on the PlayStation 1 and realized the camera was bad. And they wanted to make a game that fixed the camera issues of the PlayStation 1 era. Also, Mark Wahlberg played uh, in a movie adaption of that thing. That's another thing we don't talk about. I, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. I, <laughs> we don't talk about Mark Wahlberg. Max Payne has always been a game series that eluded me. They released like a 360 remake of that game at one point. Really? Um, yeah, it was like a... If I'm remembering correctly, I could be completely crazy. It was like a... Uh, like a like a gritty reboot, like you know, Max is down on his luck again. Oh, and... Max Payne three. I think I know what you're talking about. They yeah. made a third game that was like completely different. Like Rockstar, I think did that. I want to say that that game, that game. I also played that game, <laughs> um, but that's like in the like the realm of like the Kana Lynches of the Ward, uh-huh. where like I see like a box art of that game. I'm like, yeah, I remember that. I don't remember anything that happens in that video game. I remember the Game Informal article on that game better than I actually remember playing that game. I can tell you everything that happens in 50 Cent Blood on the Sand, but I cannot tell you anything about that Max Payne game. Um, is that all you got? That's that, that, I mean, that was very detailed. I, I appreciate that, actually. Uh, that's pretty much it. And that's something we're going to try to do with these games. We're going to try to kind of lay the groundwork because we do want to look at this in a little bit of a more academic as academic as we're going to get let's be honest with ourselves um philosophy on things and 
I think that it will be you know pretty cool to play through this. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I did not play Control yet. I know Michael's played Control. I know me and Nick both want to play Control. Um, and I believe Alan Wake has some ties to Control. Um, That's what people tell me. I have no idea. Yeah, again, I've mostly been ignoring it uh, because of our involvement with trying to play this game. Uh, that being said, pretty hard to not play Control. From what I understand, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty good. And then uh, I would pretty good. I think I've heard that the newest DLC kind of like extrapolates any kind of ties uh, to well, Alan Wake. Well, Xbox doesn't get that for months, so you have a little <laughs> bit if you want to jump in on that. Does PC already have the new DLC? I have no idea. Yeah, I think I'm that's a PlayStation sure exclusive oh, thing. Oh, it's the PlayStation people. Once again, the PlayStation people. Um, we finally got Yakuza, so take that, Sony. Haha. <laughs> Look at us. We got Gears of War Tactics, too. Hey, don't lose don't <laughs> that game. That looks pretty cool. Is that yeah. even on the Xbox? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's still sitting on the PC, uh, Gay Pass. I, I don't know why. We, we, can't even, we don't even have access to our own exclusives. Even our <laughs> exclusives are timed exclusives somewhere else. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard now to be an Xbox guy. You could uh, just get a PC. I mean, I, it's out there. I could just get a Lamborghini also. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, they, you know, here are my podcasting money. Going to buy myself a Lamborghini and a PC. Um, yeah, but once again, kind of, kind of closing down here. This is a fairly short episode. Um, our, our regular episodes, we're going to be shooting for like, you know an hour at most. You're not going to try to take up your entire you know day in life you know maybe something just fun to listen to on your commute home or you know while you're cleaning the house or what other things you do um i'm not judging you for when you listen to podcast um in closing about two weeks from now hopefully on wednesday we'll be putting up the first episode of our alan wake state of the save podcast um when this goes up it's going to be going up on itunes uh spotify Wherever you listen to podcasts, I'm sure we'll press it on a seven inch or something like that. Um, please, we're going to go ahead and start shilling. Please, five star ratings, reviews, say things in the comments. You know, uh, I will go ahead and say this: if you give us a five star review, I will read the review on the podcast. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. I hope everybody has a, a great couple weeks. I hope everybody joins in with uh, playing Alan Wake. Plenty of places to play it, as Nick was showing. And uh, we'll put down in the comments what places you can buy that we can get the game. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, thank you guys for popping on and listening to this uh, here podcast. I hope uh, everybody has a great couple of weeks. Mm-hmm.